Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friend. Ooh, I'm always so happy to be with you. Okay, today we are talking food prison to food freedom. If you've ever struggled with food in the sense of you just think about it a lot, or you have a ton of cravings, or weight has always been an issue, or you've always just found the whole thing so confusing, or there's just certain things that you can't let go of, and that feels really challenging when people say, you can't eat this, you just want it more. Well, I am going to talk about how to let go of all of those things, and how to get to a point in life where food just isn't the main thing, if you know what I mean. Now, food is healing. Food is so important. I mean, we eat hopefully at least three times a day, two minimum, depending what you're doing. Um, So it is a big part of us. It's also very cultural in the sense of, I know for me, there's certain foods that come out certain times of the year that make me super nostalgic or um, actually a friend, I don't know if she's listening now, but Jackie mentioned, asked a question the other day on Facebook and she said, what's one food that reminds you of your dad? And I thought, oh my gosh, I could actually answer that question. So food definitely has like these emotional connections and they're sometimes beautiful, really great connections and sometimes they're negative connections. And I've actually never had, well, here's the thing. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I never thought I had issues around food until I was on the other side of it, until I went through a journey this year that I'm going to talk to you about. And now I realize the prison I was in, literally these invisible walls prison. Okay, so here's my thing with food. When I became a personal trainer early on, I was introduced to Mark's Daily Apple. Now Mark's Daily Apple, I really enjoyed and I still do to this day. I still go to his resources so often. Um, And he follows what's called the primal diet. And basically it's eating whole foods, but you eliminate grains and legumes, but it was less strict than a paleo diet. So a paleo diet eliminates even more things like dairy and um, I don't know, other stuff. (laughs) I can't even really think exactly what it is, but I remember thinking, oh, I line more with primal. It feels more um, easygoing. And actually I ended up becoming a certified primal health coach and I thoroughly enjoyed the the program. And I'm going to explain why. There's... Within the program, Mark Sisson talks about how he will occasionally eat a piece of bread and he'll occasionally eat these things that are not primal because if he is, for example, in Greece, he wants to have a croissant and some honey or he wants to experience local traditions that don't fit his diet or his way of eating. And I thought this was fascinating from someone who has built an entire business around the primal diet. Now, that made me like 
his work a lot more, but it didn't make me relax in the same way that he was kind of relaxed. I realized for a very long time, I was very strict. Like beans was my thing. I fully eliminated beans. Um, you know, they talk about the lectins in beans and how they're hard to digest and how they make you really gassy and all of these things. And so I never ate them. And also they're very high in carbohydrate and you don't um, absorb the protein so much. There's all these things. And so for years, I literally didn't eat beans. And I remember if I came back to Canada, because I was mostly primal when I was in London, um, and I would my mom would make me soups with like beans in it and I would eat them but I would always feel like oh I wish I hadn't done that it was like such a thing and it wasn't until this year so I as if you've listened to past podcasts I suffered from mold I'm not going to get into that but that led me down this path of ending up with like this crazy digestive issue or disorder called SIBO Um, it's like bacterial overgrowth it's really difficult to get rid of but it is possible Um, And that was triggered by the mold. So I got better. I got better over months and months working with a naturopath, eliminating a ton of things, then reintroducing things. But I was never fully awesome. Like it was never 100%. I'd say it was like 90%. And then I remember one day I was listening to, uh, I never remember Julie's last name. Her first name is Julie. She runs a website and podcast as well. And it's called Paleo OMG. Paleo MG. So the O, the M, the OMG shares the O from the paleo if you want to look it up. Anyways, she's wonderful. She's so fabulous. She's in beautiful shape. She looks amazing. And she has built an entire business all around the paleo diet and for a while, CrossFit workouts as well. So one day she posted, I'll never forget. This was like, I, okay, it was either December or January that's just gone past. She posted a photo on her Instagram with beans. And I was like, what? She's not eating beans. What's going on? How could she be eating beans? Beans are not paleo. And so I started following her even more. Like, you know, I already followed her, but I started checking her posts daily, like stalking her for beans. I'm like, this is going to ruin her business. This isn't paleo. How is she posting bean recipes on a paleo website? I was like, but then I was intrigued. It's like, why? Why is she eating beans? So here's her story. Basically, what happened is Julie has been suffering with with um, cystic acne for years and years and years, and nothing she did worked. Now, that already resonated with me because I dealt with cystic acne into my early 20s. Sorry, into my early 30s. But I, um, when I started taking Juice Plus, the fruit and veggie berry co- concentrates, that actually healed my inflammation and my acne went away. It was wild. Um, I'm not saying Juice Plus does that for everyone. That's what it did for me. So mine was down to that. But Julie's was more around hormones. And so what happened is she found this woman, Unique Hammond, you can follow Unique. Um, what's Unique's handle? I'll have to put it into our show notes. Um, I think she's just under U- Unique. Um, so Unique Hammond cr- cured herself from Crohn's with eating beans every day. Now that sounds even wild because if you have Crohn's, you're like 
okay, beans is the last thing you want to do because we all know that beans get make you really gassy and uncomfortable and they're hard to digest. And how is that even possible? Well, Julie was kind of like at her limit with this acne. She was just like, I have done everything. My diet could not be cleaner. She really rarely drinks unless she's on holiday. She doesn't, she um, has in the past many times eliminated coffee, eliminated sugar, eliminated wheat, like everything and nothing ever really worked. So she started this bean protocol and the bean protocol is the thing you can Google it. And she said at the beginning, she wasn't sure it was working. Then it felt like it was getting worse. And then it started to clear up and she's actually acne free now. And she puts beans on her website and she just tells people to get over it. Like just know that they're not paleo and eat them if you want. (laughs) But she includes beans with every meal. So I was like, okay, I'm going to check this out. So I actually booked a session with Unique Hammond. I did the bean protocol. I did it for three months and I don't eat beans every day anymore. But I have to tell you, my digestion is 100% since I did it. And first it got worse and then it got better. And now it's stayed better. (laughs) And it's, to me, mind blowing. Now I eat beans. I do it according to my macro cycle and according to when I'm training. But I'd say I eat beans every week at least. And it was just like mind blowing. So here's why it's crazy for me, because I, now that I reflect, look back and realize this, this glass cage I had put myself in, like being primal, not eating beans, not eating gluten, not eating wheat, not eating all these things became such a part of my identity. And I had such a hard time letting that go. Like the shackles were on and I didn't even realize that they were on. And it took someone like Julie, who really kind of had more at risk in the sense of her business and everything I I felt anyways or perceived than I did taking that risk. And I was like, whoa, like this is wild. Like this is absolutely wild. And I started to think like, where else in our lives do we become so black and white that it actually keeps us probably like so often keeps us from either a new adventure, a new experience, a new skill, uh, a new level of healing in this case. And I was like, okay, no more of the black and white stuff. I actually will occasionally eat bread now with gluten in it. And guess what? I'm okay. (laughs) Now, I don't think if I ate it every single day that I'd be okay. And it would definitely not fit in with the way um, I, now I eat more like in flow and more in cycles according to my um, infradian rhythm. So my, my cycle and where I'm at each month and according to what my activity is. And that is not, that's a structure that I've learned, but through structure comes freedom. Because once you know that you're more in flow than being super rigid. And I just love that. Now, people always ask me, okay, so how do I, if I want to lose like 15 pounds, then why can't, like you're saying food freedom, I should be able to eat whatever I want to lose the weight. Like, No, like here's the thing. It's all about where are you at right now? What is your goal? So when I was on my healing journey, when I was healing from SIBO, there is no way that I could have eaten wheat and gluten. Like I just couldn't. It would, I'd be in so much pain and it would like, I don't want to get into too many details about digestive issues, but like, let's just say it wasn't fun. So my body had a lot of like, 
it from the mold, I ended up with like all that bacteria in my gut. So there were certain things that had to be eliminated and certain things that had to be introduced in order for me to heal. But the point is that once your body heals, you can then start to introduce those things because your body can now detox properly. It can handle these things. It's why I can get away with a little bit of gluten occasionally and not freak out if I'm somewhere and I eat something a little more processed than I normally do. Like my body can take that. Now, if we introduce like say processed foods back every day, <laughs> like that's not actually food freedom either because then you're going to end up sick not feeling great, uh, low energy, all of those kind of things. So it's really just about, you know, finding that balance and knowing exactly where you are at. So I always say to my clients, like where, what you need to do to get where you want to be is not what you need to do in order to maintain it afterwards. So if your goal is, okay, I want to lose 15 to 20 pounds. I want to lose this belly fat. I want to feel incredible. I want to feel fit. I want to feel strong. Then what you and I are going to have to do together, well, you're going to have to do it. I'm going to guide you to get there. It's going to have to be different to what you're doing right now. So yes, it does mean letting some things go. It does mean more structure around the, the macros that you're having, like how much protein are you having? How many carbohydrates are you having? When are you having them at what times that kind of stuff matters, but that's a learning journey and that's beautiful. And then when you get to your goal, you have ramped up your metabolism, you have more lean muscle mass. So you're burning more at rest. And so you're able to then chill out a lot more without freaking out. So I love that. I also love the idea of accepting life as cycle. So when you look at a full year, we've got to stop making it a good thing or a bad thing to put on weight or to lose weight and just think of it as cycles. Like for example, in the summer, I am my leanest. You wear the least amount of clothes. You, the sunshine is out. Your vitamin D levels are top. You generally feel pretty happy because you're getting, you like your melatonin production is better because you're getting a lot more natural daylight. All, all sorts of things happen so much easier in the summer. Come winter, I always think I'm like a bear. I'm just going to hibernate a little bit more. And so you don't see the sun as much supplementing with vitamin D becomes more of a thing than getting it from the sun. Um, you know, we hit those holidays where again, cultures and traditions bring in foods that maybe you don't have during the year and you want to take part in that with family. It doesn't mean we need to go crazy, but it means that you know, I always know every winter I put on five to 10 pounds. It never worries me because I know the structure and the flow that I need to get to once those holidays are over so that I can feel incredible again. Because what happens during those holidays, after we've eaten that way for a little while and we've gotten that that love and just nostalgic and enjoy that time, then we, it's only, your body can only handle that so for so long. So you start to feel the fatigue and just not so great from eating foods that you shouldn't. And you start to feel a little more squishy than, than feels good for you, right? Cause it's all about you and what feels good for you. And so you go, oh, okay. Oh my gosh, I am so ready to get back on it. And so rather than thinking of starting again, you just look at the year as a cycle and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go into this cycle again. And that's where this power comes of learning the structure of, what to eat, when to eat, according to your goals. And it just becomes beautiful and that becomes freeing. So 
wanted to share that with you because I, like I said, I wouldn't say that I'm an emotional eater in any way. Um, but I too got kind of suckered in for years into these like rigid, rigid, um, well, I'm just going to say it's like walls, like where you feel like, again, that's your identity. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So anyway, I wanted to share that experience with you. I hope it helps you as well. Um, Anything I can do to help you when it comes to, you know, shifting that stubborn weight, but most importantly, getting strong, getting fit, feeling like your most incredible version of you. That's what I love to do. So send me a message if you want some help with that. I am around. Until next time, stay healthy, have fun, and I will speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new. If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes, I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.